So yeah, once again, the last podcast was cut short. So what can you do about that? So this one I will make very brief and very short. I saw on Instagram the other day some gentleman who posted a video and in this video he's recording him getting pulled over by the police. So it's an African-American gentleman. He's wearing a dope hat and his shirt says lavish on it. And He's all smiles. He's extremely cocky and arrogant. And he said his birthday was like June 6, 1995, which makes him like, I don't know, 25, 26 years old. And he gets pulled over. And, you know, I'm automatically thinking like, oh, something something bad that the police are doing because the way that he's promoting this channel is he's promoting the channel. He's promoting the stop, like him getting pulled over, like the police were in the wrong in some type of way. And nine times out of 10 these days, the police usually are, you know what I mean? Like they usually are acting out of character, but usually when there's a video camera on them, they um they act a little different. Even though they videotape stuff, they protect each other. You know, it's the fraternal order of police. A lot of them are Eastern stars for the women and Freemasons for the men. Um, so they do have this thing where they kind of look out and cover up for each other because they know their job's hard. They know they encounter a lot of crap throughout the day. So... Any times where they're on edge or they are acting inappropriate, it just gets swept under the rug because it's such a high-intensity high environment and such a stressful environment and stressful job for them. So, um, and, you know, none of their cams probably, their video footage probably never gets reviewed unless... There's some type of incident to where it has to be looked at by their by their superiors or whatever. So they pretty much do get away with stuff all the time, even though they are recording. But in these latter years of my life, um, as I draw closer to Jesus, all that I really want is equality, fairness, justice, peace and purity. And I really am against evil. When I was younger, I was part of the evil. I was a criminal and I was doing evil stuff. And we were growing up in a culture, especially, you got to understand how powerful the music is here. Music is pretty much the spell everybody is under because depending on the type of music you listen to is going to create the type of person you are. That is just a fact. You know, you are what you consume. So all these people that listen to this demonic music, whether it's rap or rock and roll, but mainly the main demonic music right now is rap. You know, they do target minority communities. So while everybody's listening to rap music, you know, feeling and thinking the way 
the rappers create the music, it's really to your demise because those rappers are put in position to set you up, to act out of character, to call females the B word and call them out of their name and, and to, and then they got these female rappers, you know, like, uh, I think Megan Thee Stallion, she got a song with, uh, the baby, you know, and, um, they're just glorifying demonic behavior. They're just glorifying negativity and they're making it seem like it's cool. Like, yeah, you know, just go get the money, get the money, blow it on yourself. You are everything, you know, take selfies. It's all about you. F everybody else. So they're creating this energy and this environment to where people are cold hearted, callous, selfish, prideful, boastful, arrogant, all about their self. And you could definitely see it in this kid's demeanor. You know, he's super arrogant. He's real cocky. Um, it actually kind of made me mad. I don't know, maybe want to smack the dude in his mouth for that. Excuse me, Lord, for being that way. But that's what that's what that type of energy does evoke out of other people. I mean, that's what it's made to do. You know, I had to check myself after that, watching the video because I even posted a comment. He blocked me immediately because he posted it under his channel. So that's even more of a coward move, I think. Like, you're going to post a video, but you're not going to let it be open for comments. You only want comments posted that benefits you, which that's no different than what the fake news does. You know, you're trying to persuade people to be on your side when really... I think they said he won the lawsuit against the, the police officers, but it's really obvious this day and age that power is in numbers. So if you have enough people that believe something, then you will bend the laws of the system. They will cater to that because they are trying to keep the population under control. They're trying to prevent that type of anarchy and mass rioting and chaos. They are trying to keep order to a certain extent. So I kind of feel like they'll let you get a win. It's really just a minor win because it just goes away, you know, once they feel that, you know, you're happy because they know with social media these days that they can really create an uproar. So I kind of feel like that's what this situation was. Because I don't really feel like the police officer. I didn't finish watching it because I was just disgusted by the kid's behavior, the driver. Because like I said, he's super arrogant. And I don't know. It just irritated me. But that's his whole generation right now, you know. Uh, and I know like a lot of people in my age group or older, like I always kind of hung out with older people anyways. But they can't stand being around none of these kids. None of the, you know, teenage, 20-year-old, all those all that generation, 90s babies, kids born in, in 90s, 2000, man, it's a wrap for them. Nobody nobody likes these kids. Nobody respects that generation. It's just garbage. I mean, there is good good seeds there, of course, so I don't want to speak down. Lord, forgive me for that in Jesus' name. That came off negative in any way. I always want to keep short accounts with the Lord. Um, even when I'm not doing a podcast, just in my all day demeanor, remember we're all sinners and none of us are perfect. So we have to check ourselves quickly um, when we get to venting and rambling because um, 
And we have to do it quickly and keep short accounts with the Lord because um, you let it go too long, you know, it, it's, it'll be bad for you. So, yeah, Lord, forgive me. I had to ask for a lot of forgiveness because of how angry I got that this kid was trying to spin it. Like, look, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. If the police was wrong, trust me, I would have I would have had some feelings about that. You know what I'm saying? But I really don't feel like um, they was doing anything wrong because, you know, they're doing the traffic stop. So both officers come up to both windows. Obviously, they have a protocol for doing that because there's different views and different angles. Like if he had something tucked under his right leg. The cop on the driver's side probably couldn't see it, but a cop on the passenger side could probably see it, you know. But I guess he had tinted windows, so the officer came up, he cracked the window, he said something to her, and then he rolled the window up on her. Well, that was kind of disrespectful. And she was like, keep the window down. He's like, no, I know my rights. You guys are being recorded. You haven't told me why I was pulled over. I don't have to keep my window down. So he was already kind of being arrogant, stuck up, you know what I'm saying? And, and you could already see that he was trying to be a problem because he had this video camera on. So that irritated me. Like, you know, obviously they pulled you over for a reason. Just comply and just do, you know, just try to take the path of least resistance. You know, try not to create waves when there's no waves. Like, so he was already rocking the boat, trying to trying to be a problem. Like, yeah, I'm going to enforce my rights. Like, okay, we all got rights as citizens. I get that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, just they didn't come at him aggressive. You know, like, I'm not like if I get pulled over, like, I'm just going to genuinely have a conversation. I'm not going to, like, try to be a problem. I mean, I want this to be over as quick as possible. And through my experience in life, if you, you know, or have a good attitude and you, you know, just try to get it resolved in, in a amicable, you know, a, a, a docile, calm, cool, collective type manner, then it's good for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, cops are obviously not the greatest, you know, like I, I had an issue where I was complying and, and trying to be cordial and, and, and be calm headed, cool headed or whatever. And the fucking cop still gave me a ticket, that fucking piece of shit. Sorry for cussing, but that's how I felt because I really didn't do anything. Like we, he literally flashes sirens and everybody on the road pulled over just like you would for a fire truck. Well, once he pulled over the car that was in front of him pulled off. And he didn't go nowhere. A car in front of me pulled off and he didn't go anywhere. So I was just waiting for these cars to go by and I was about to pull off too because I didn't know what was going on. And then he pulled up behind me to pull me over. So I'm like, what the heck? He, I guess that was a speed trap and everybody there, I don't know, nobody knew who he was pulling over, but I, whoever got left over, you know, me being gullible and trying to take the path of least resistance, he gave me a speeding ticket. And I debated it. I'm like, I need to see your radar gun. And he says, I don't need to show that to you. And I'm like, no, no, I want to see it. I want to see that what, who you clocked and why you think it was me because four or five cars pulled over. And as they were all pulling out, I was the last one to pull out because I was confused. I didn't know what was going on. 
And so I started to pull out and then he pulls up behind me like, no, you pulled over the dude that you pulled over, but he pulled off and you didn't, you weren't able to pull behind him because of all the traffic. You made the mistake, officer. He didn't even have any tickets to write me. He was out of writing tickets because he'd been sitting there speed trapping all people all day. This was the 3rd of July, um, 2018. You know what I'm saying? And now I got points on my record because because he didn't give me the ticket. He gave me the ticket, but he didn't give me the thing that came with the ticket, which tells you how to fight the case, when to go to court and what to do. He didn't get that part to me. So he 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 screwed me. He effed me. And since I didn't know when the court case was, I wasn't able to make it to court. And then they tried to find me and suspend my license and do all this crap. So I was calling the police station, cussing them out on a voicemail. Finally got a call back and they said, well, it's too late. You missed your court date. The only way to resolve it is just to pay the ticket. And I'm like, but I don't agree with the ticket. And I tried to tell them what happened and they just started laughing. They thought it was hilarious. Cocksuckers. Sorry, Lord. See, I'm getting mad about this crap again. This is my life story, right? Everything that can go wrong always goes wrong in my life because it's Satan. So, yeah, it's not an easy life. Like, it's very frustrating. But I definitely get how police officers are assholes and they fucking do stupid shit so they can meet their quota and fuck you over. Excuse me for cussing. I'm just cussing now. thinking about that. Because I never got that resolved. Now I got points on my record. And I drive for a living. So that's serious for me. I wanted to fight the case. I wanted to go to court. I wanted to do all that. But that cop over here off of Hague Avenue on the west side. I don't even know what little township that is. But it was we were going over the railroad track. So who's speeding over a railroad track? You know what I mean? Nobody's speeding over a railroad track. We all had to slow down over the railroad track. And that's right when he pulled us flipped the lights and everybody pulled over we didn't know you know cops do that all day long you see the sirens everybody pulls over and they fly right by you happens all the time especially in this area that's exactly what happened and as the car started leaving I started to leave too and then he pulls up to me because I was the last car to pull out like nah man you ain't gonna get me with that obviously you know Whoever was speeding, and really none of us could have been speeding. That's why he didn't show us the radar gun. He didn't show me the radar gun. None of us could have been speeding because it was the 3rd of July. All traffic was getting rerouted, which means it was bumper-to-bumper traffic. It's impossible to speed in bumper-to-bumper traffic. Where are you going to speed to? How are you going to get enough speed in in three feet? You got three feet before the, the car in front of you, if that. That's being that's being generous. Usually you got like a foot. It's bumper to bumper. You know what I mean? But it's okay to let him and the Lord deal with that. You know? Because the vengeance, vengeance is the Lord. So that's how I, I... This is how my new approach to life. Because I'm a Christian. I'm trying to be obedient. And I'm trying to obey the the the, the Bible. You know? So um, I have to retrain my brain because I was always eye for eye, tooth for tooth. My whole life I was like that. Like you did something to me, I'm coming to get you. I mean, I robbed dope boys up until 2012. You know what I mean? So now that we're going into 2020, this last eight years of my life has been 
a very tough transformation, you know. And one of the big factors was I had to stop listening to rap. And I'm not, I used to rap. I used to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? So imagine that, you know. It's like you being a boxer or an MMA fighter and you study the sport. So you're always studying, you know, new fighters or whatever. And then you just got to stop watching the sport and studying the sport. I had to stop listening to rap and studying that the that genre of music, even though I was an active participant in that genre of music. You know, so this has been extremely, extremely difficult for me because my whole worldview and mentality has really just been destroyed because I realized I was living under the deception. I was li living under the lie and the illusion. And there's so much information out there these days that this younger generation is worse for them because they know they got truth at their fingertips. They can search anything at their fingertips, look up anything at their fingertips, and they're still choosing to go that path. That makes it dangerous. For me, it wasn't that easy. I, we didn't grow up with computers and stuff. Like We had books. Like If you wanted to do research, you had to go to the library. You know what I mean? So it was a lot harder you know, for my generation or whatever. Even though I'm kind of like on the cusp, I was in between generations. So we did get computers. So I was in school. You know, later, like in college, I had computers. But I'm pretty sure like up to like 17 or 18, like if we had computers, it was like the teacher had a computer or something. You had to ask them permission to use their computer or whatever. But I don't really remember the Internet really, really being like big, big, big until I was like seven, 17, 18, something like that. I don't know. That's when they had all those AOL discs out and you could. Get, start getting on the internet. It was like slow connection. So yeah, we had it, you know, when I was a kid, but not when I was a kid, kid, not when I was like third, fourth, fifth grade, like, like this generation has. So it's dangerous because these kids, they grow up with a phone in their hand. I mean, you got kids that don't even know how to walk and talk and they're already accessing the internet on the phone, watching their little kids, YouTube videos, you know, and Satan is targeting them. Big time. They're already being demonically influenced through the cartoons. And it's all, there's a science to it. You know, it's all subliminal. It's got to be subliminal enough to where parents can't catch it. And the kids can't catch it, but it's still working. It's magic, you know. And that's what they do. Because they're teaching, they teach kids how to lie. They teach kids how to gossip. They teach, they're teaching them teaching them to break the commandments and, and to break all of the teachings of Jesus. Everything Jesus doesn't want you to do, the media is teaching you to do. So to a certain extent, it's like you kind of feel bad for them because they they don't know initially, but you can't feel too bad for them because they can know if they really want to know. You know what I mean? Like they can be looking at the videos that tell them about the deception and then all the lies and all the stuff that's going on, you know, it's like you can know if you buy, buy Heinz ketchup that it has high fructose corn syrup and artificial flavoring. 
And then you can buy 365 ketchup that doesn't have artificial flavoring or high fructose corn syrup. So you do have that choice. It's like restaurants. Like if I went to Waffle House the other day, they had Heinz. I don't want Heinz ketchup. It's got cancer in it. I want 365. So even these corporations, White House, I mean, well, yeah, White Castle too, but Waffle House and like McDonald's and Wendy's and Popeye's, like they know what they're doing, but they don't care. I bet the owner of Popeye's chicken isn't, you know, if they know what they're putting in it, they make sure that they're not doing that for their family. You know, people that promote vaccines don't even vaccinate their kids. Bill Bill Gates doesn't vaccinate his children, but he wants you to vaccinate your kids. So there's something there's something wrong there. You know what I mean? Something something is not right. And people are smart enough. They're smarter these days than than we were in our day. You know what I'm saying? The days are cut short. Because back in the day when you could live to 800, 900 years on, it took a lot longer to get things accomplished. So there's a lot more time allotted to humanity at that point, you know. But now we're at a point where everything's so fast. Our days are numbered. Like, really, our days were supposed to be the 120, but people are dying at half that age now. So I remember when I was growing up, people were actually living to older age. You know what I mean? But now people are dying around 60, 65. You know, my dad died at 65. You know, I think my mom died when she was like 40-something. You know what I mean? So, yeah, people ain't even living to 60 now. People are dying in their 40s now, you know? 40s, 30s, late 20s. So actually not even sooner than that. I mean, think you get the the kids, they get a vaccine shot. They die the next day. So there really isn't much hope right now. That's why Jesus could be coming real soon. But back to this, um, this dummy at the traffic stop. If I had his um, Instagram page, I would, would tell you, but it was active yesterday. So I'm sure... You can still find it, but um, but it, I'll bring up the Popeye situation too next. So you got, I'm sure you guys can find that video. But yeah, so um, he rolls up the passenger window. So she tells him to roll it down. He said, "No, I don't have to." So then she goes around to the driver's side, and um, while the dude's getting his license or registration or whatever. The cop goes to the back. She's just standing there. She doesn't even say nothing to this dude at that point. You know what I mean? She's just minding her business. And then he puts, he has a smirk on his face, tilts his head back. And he's like, oh, so you did a, did a, this and that. You must not know your history. And, did, and, and he just starts taunting her. You know what I mean? Baiting her, basically. And I'm like, man, what a little fucking idiot like honestly man who knows like i'm i try to avoid these situations because i got a short temper and like i said it's a lot harder for me to really try to follow the lord because all my shortcomings and um flaws that i have as an individual you know and it's been the second half of this year i've been tested the most like i like i was assaulted once and I defended myself and I beat up the attacker 
in a dramatic fashion. And I felt bad about it because I knew I shouldn't have attacked him, even though he attacked me. And he attacked me when I was sitting in my car. So he had the advantage. He was standing up and he started attacking me. And uh, the second incident was a friend of mine. He's not no more. And I could have I could have murdered this dude, you know, because he tried to come into my house. And I didn't do anything, but he still couldn't beat me. Even though I didn't raise a hand to defend myself, he still couldn't beat me. You know what I mean? And how I won that one was through prayer in my head. Like, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And after I just prayed it enough in my head, I just seen like the darkness leave from his eyes. And he was just like shocked. Like he didn't even realize what he was doing. So I knew he was like demonically possessed. And then, you know, that was the end of that, you know. But I didn't get any retribution or justice for that either. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but vengeance is the Lord. So I know the fact that I'm in the word so much and that I, that I trust God and I have faith that God will take care of it. I already see it happening. Like even with my friend that did me dirty, this dude had a lot of things going for him. I'll just put it like that. And he could have blessed me easily. He chose not to, even though he owed me because of my vehicle that he had. And um, actually, you know what? I think I might just have to cut him off again because I came back into his life. I showed him, you know, that um, that I forgave him, that I was still illy, that I was still nice and that I would still do Nice things go out my way for them. But I think now would be a good time to cut them off because I helped them out these past couple of days, you know, but the pattern is still there. And I already see what he will be constantly still trying to use me and take advantage of me. So, yeah, I think I'm just going to block them at this point. So, and I know he wanted us to do some music and it sounds good and all that, but. I'm sure he'll be smoking cigarettes and I just don't want to be around none of it, man. And I, you know, you might not even think cigarettes is a big deal, but it's a big deal to me. I don't want to smell you. You smell like an astro. I don't care if you, you smoke before you was around me. I don't want to smell you. Just like the Lord doesn't like the stench of sin. That's sin to me too, man. Like I want to be perfect. Like my father in heaven is perfect. I don't care about what anybody here thinks because most of these people are going to hell. Nobody wants to change your lifestyle and live right. So if you don't want to live right, I don't want to waste time being around you because I'm trying to live right. So anyways, back to this kid. Um, he told the officer he had a gun. And so she drew her weapon out, which I don't think nothing's wrong with that. I mean, why take a chance this day and age, you know? And he was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, God, I can't believe this. is. Oh, you can't believe this is going on, you idiot. You just rolled the window up on her. You're being a dick. You're being a little shit. And then you're being cocky. And then as soon as the main officer walks away, you start trying to antagonize her and like, oh, you don't know your history. I know everything. Like just It's just a self-entitled generation. Okay, you're going to be judged for that. You know everything. You know everything but the Bible. Right? So you're going to be judged for that. God is not playing. 
God is not going to be playing with you on judgment day. He is not. There's no argument you can have against him. Bam. Depart from me. I never knew you. Bye-bye. At, at first, man, like a lot of my prayers every day is like, Lord Jesus, please. I know it's your wish that none shall perish. Please don't let any of humanity go to hell. This, these are my prayers to God. You know, I'm sharing it with you. And I'm like, God, please, whatever you do, put us on the training program. Like, you know, did it this and that. But you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna interfere with it. I'm not gonna interfere with God. God is God, all right? So if God, you know, says, Depart from me, I never knew you, you're you're going to hell. Hey, that's between you and him. You know what I mean? Cause when I say prayers like that for 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 humanity, it's because I know it's so easy for me to be one of those people that he could say, depart from me. I never knew you go to hell. I know I could be that guy. So when I'm praying prayers for that, it's still coming from a selfish place because humanity is selfish. So when I'm saying that prayer, I'm really saying it for me. I'm saying that prayer more for me than more than for you because I don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? And we are all selfish here. Like, let's just be honest about it. You know, none are righteous. None of us are. You know, we're all, you know, and trust me, there's a lot of times I'm like, Lord, I'm totally cool with you just completely eliminating my existence. But I don't want to go to hell either. Can you just make it so I don't exist? So I'm nothingness like there's I don't have a consciousness. I don't feel nothing like I'm just not existent. like just boom. I never existed. But I almost feel like that's impossible. I almost feel like everything has to exist in some type of way. Like the wind is the wind and, you know, the earth is the earth and an animal is an animal. A tree is a tree like there has to be some type of existence. Right? Energy is energy. Energy is just energy. You know, it's always there in whatever form it is. I mean, I don't know. I'm not God. I don't have the details of all of this, you know, but, you know, I always tell God, like, I just want to die. And then he's probably like, you dummy. Do you even know what that means? Like, you know, if you die right now, you're going to hell. So, no, I'm not going to let you die. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you more grace than you deserve. So you can try to work it out. And I'm going to keep quietly trying to help you. Just like he's trying to help all of us. Like people don't understand. Why do you think these bad things keep happening to you? Because you're sinning. Because you're living in sin. And I'm not saying when you stop sinning, bad things are going to stop happening. But what I'm going to say is that you're going to have an understanding that by you not retaliating and, and seeking revenge that you can have faith and know that vengeance is the Lord's that it will be taken care of like you may not see it in this lifetime you may not see it while you're alive like I got to see it with with my friend well you know what I'm saying like he was treating me crappy like he always has him and everybody else right and he was balling and he was living a life and was doing the most. And now he's at rock bottom again. But the Lord told me that last year. 
He was like, yeah, I know. It hurts. It hurts that they could have helped you out. They could have looked out for you like you looked out for them. And they didn't. They turned their back on you. And they gossip behind your back. And they talk all this crap about you. But don't worry. Let it run its course. And you'll see that they're going to destroy themselves. And that's like that that one podcast that I posted about uh, the flood and the rapture. The first time he sent the flood, that was his judgment, right? And then I think even like a hundred years after uh, Noah was here, uh, Nimrod was like the first, I think like the first like ruler or whatever. Uh, they got judged too. Because Babylon and the Tower of Babel and scattering the languages and all that, but um. But what I was going to say is that um, this time it's kind of genius because he just withdraws his people, right? And then he just lets lets you die in your sin. He just lets sin, you know, this is, you want to live a life like this? Okay, no more grace. The restrainer is gone. No more help from God. You guys don't want me in your life anyway. I gave you plenty of opportunities, so now I'm out. Choo! And I took my people and my kids and, and my disabled special needs people with me. Choo. My followers with me. Choo. Right? So now all you got is yourself. All these nasty people here being nasty to good people, taking advantage of good people. You could come into a restaurant in a happy mood and the person behind the counter is just looking at you like a demon. Like, why are you happy? I'm going to make sure I mess your food up. I'm going to make sure I make you wait. I'm going to do something to make you unhappy because you don't deserve to be happy because I'm not happy. That's the culture we're dealing with right now. You can't be happy because I'm not happy. I got to be behind this counter serving you. I'm going to make you suffer. I want to treat you like crap. That's what we deal with all day long. And it's just that, like, even people in traffic driving, like, no, nah, I'm going to cut you off. I'm, I'm more important than you. I mean, it's exactly like the Bible said. Prideful, arrogant, disobedient, selfish. You know, it's disgusting. Like, I, I honestly tell God every day, like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to go to work today. I don't want to deal with this stuff today, Lord, please. And that's why we need God every day. Like, God, please cancel the plans of the enemies on my life today. Please just let it be smooth sailing. Please, Lord, don't let me get worked up and angry, Lord. And if something bad happens to me, please give me the patience to deal with it, you know. And even when bad things do happen, I still have to thank, thank God. Like, God, thank you for testing me today so I can react to it better than I did yesterday. I didn't think like that for a long time. You know, I didn't understand, like, I was just like, why does all this stuff keep happening to me? I can't take it. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to snap out and murder somebody. And Satan's like, ha, 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 yes. That's what I wanted to hear. Double up the attacks on him today. Double up the attacks on her today. That's exactly how, you got to think, we got this invisible enemy, right? Right now, the demons are listening like, oh, man, I hope this doesn't wake nobody up. I hope this doesn't give anybody the advantage. But you know what? The bad things that happen to us every day, it's like Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray. I know it's an old movie. 
I saw it when I was a kid. But um, it's or like the Truman Show, you know, like these things that keep happening. Is so we we start to react differently, you know. Like, oh, Letitia, she gonna be having her her attitude today, you know. I swear, if she do this, I, I'm not gonna take it. I'm punching in her face today. That's not what. That's not how you're supposed to react to it. That's how Satan wants you to react to it. That's not how God wants you to react to it. God wants you to react like. You know Letitia going to be on one today. So kill her with kindness. So when she yell at you like you need to go clean them, them greasy ass oven today. You need to you need to go do this today. You need to do, 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 do this and that. And you're just like, okay. I'll take care of it. Thanks, Letitia. Hope you have a good day. What? Oh, you stupid. You th- you ain't going to play me with that, trying to act like you better than me, trying to be nice. Like, that's going to set her off because people who are under demonic control right now, they just, they don't get it because they don't know the word of God. And that's fine because you have to understand, like, 90% of the people around you, 9 out of 10 are going to hell. You just have to get comfortable with knowing most of the people that you're around on a day-to-day basis are going to hell. That is their destiny. It doesn't have to be yours. You don't have to be duped into that. You're smarter than that. You can act better. And if anything, flee. Flee from the situation. Nobody can tell you you can't take a bathroom break when you need to take a bathroom break. Thank God for that, right? I don't care where you're at, how you're working. You can always take a bathroom break. Always. Nobody can tell you no. Nobody can tell you no. I don't care what supervisor it is. What now? I'm, yeah, there's some jobs where you just can't do it. If you're a firefighter and you're in the middle of a fire, you're just going to have to poop yourself or pee yourself, whatever. You know, some situations you can't get out of right away. So that's where you have to pray. You know, please, Lord, please, Lord, please, Lord. And really what you're doing is when you're filling your thoughts with prayer, that's your main focus. We can only focus on one thing, right? You can't be thinking about 10,000 things at once. You have to, I mean, you can jump around from thought to thought to thought, like one second this, one second that, one second that. But mainly if you want to keep repeating something in your head, like a prayer or affirmation, which affirmations, those are funny they, these days too so I mean any, anything and everything that can be corrupted has by Satan you know but uh that's why you can't give it horoscopes or zodiac you gotta stay away from all that it's everywhere I mean Satan is trying so hard and he's winning I don't know if you guys realize that but you know, I know they say Jesus wins in the end, but that's if you're on team Jesus. If you're on team Satan, Satan wins too because Satan's getting everybody to hell. More people will be in hell than than they are in heaven. So, in a sense, however, you, depending on how you look at it, they both win. They both are winning souls. Who wins? If you're looking at who wins more souls. Yeah, Satan probably does win there. But who's going to be in heaven? So who's the real winner, right? The real winner 
is the one who endures to the end. It doesn't say the one who enjoys to the end. Like I'm out here popping bottles, man. I just got me a bottle. It's Friday. The homie said, man, my girl will walk to the store in the freezing cold to get beer. But she won't walk to the store in freezing cold to get food for our kids. That's deep. That's deep. And he was even saying, like, man, if she don't get her act together, man, I'm going to leave her. But you got to get your act together, too. You know what I mean? Because I promise you, when I did in my, my relationship, when I said, nope, I'm living for the Lord, I'm going to do exactly what God wants me to do. And I really try to start taking it serious. Um, the separation occurred. That's what's happening right now. We're seeing the wheat being separated from the tear. You know, the, the masks are coming off right now. Was Ilion really a gangster? Was he? Da -da 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 -da? I guess I really wasn't. I guess I really wasn't about that life. I guess I really wasn't a savage when it was all said and done. And I'm so enthusiastic and happy about that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm not a savage. I'm not a goon. I'm not a gangster. You know? I always had a heart, man. I always had. Even when I was selling dope. Yeah, you need a front. I got you. Oh, you didn't pay the front? Okay. Just get me next time. Oh, you never paid the front? Okay, yeah, I might have... I might have did some bad stuff. You know, I made people pay me, you know. But towards the end of my run, I went broke because people wouldn't pay their fronts and stuff. And I just didn't have the heart to keep chasing them or going after them because I realized I, I'm the idiot for doing the front. You know what I mean? It's my fault. One thing I know is they won't come back around again. But they're smart. They'll send somebody else, right? But then I stopped accepting new people. I went out of business, which was a relief. I was mad, you know, because that was my hustle. But I just had to think the way God thinks, you know. And if God is righteous and there's nothing evil in him, and you can't play the fence. And that was tough, being on the fence. Try to do right and do wrong. Like it just didn't work. You can't serve two masters because you will, whatever, however that phrase goes, hate one and love the other. Or, I don't know. It's in the Bible. I told you, I'm not like a perfect Christian. I don't know the Bible front to back. I still haven't read the full Bible. But there are people who have, and they're still going to hell. So. Only God knows your true heart and your true intentions, you know? And I know I'm not perfect. I mean, even by hearing me talk, you can see, like, this dude is not going to heaven. And I'm not saying that I think I am. I'm pretty sure I will go to hell. The thing is, is a lot of people who think that they're going to hell and are working to try not to go to hell every day, they're trying to keep focus on Jesus. They may make it into heaven. But the people who think that they're going to heaven and don't keep short accounts with the Lord and don't ask for forgiveness 
for all the little things that they messed up on during the day, they're probably going to hell. As a matter of fact, while we're on the subject, dear Lord, I come to you today in Jesus' name and just ask that you forgive me um, for anything that is sinful in your eyes, for every idle word that came out of my mouth that was disrespectful or had malice or hatred or anger in it, anything that is unrighteous and unholy that came out of my vessel today during these podcasts, during any of these podcasts on this channel, I just ask for your forgiveness, Lord, in Jesus' name. I just ask that you keep working on me and keep helping me to correct my behavior, to be a more obedient follower of your son, Jesus, and to just continue on the path and continue to stay focused on you, on Jesus. Amen in Jesus' name. Uh, interesting thing I found, it wasn't out of the Apocrypha, it was like this other book. Like I just keep finding these books that are popping up and you have to have discernment of course but it was just interesting because so many things have been changed in the bible right but like people who don't want to be followers of jesus because basically being a follower of jesus is continue to dig continue to do your research continue to find these morsels or pieces of the puzzle and keep searching. And yeah, we know a lot of it has been manipulated, but that doesn't mean discard everything, right? Like people that go looking for gold are just like, oh, I don't see any gold in that mountain. But the miners are like, let's keep digging. Oh, we've been digging for, for three years. We haven't found anything. Eh, let's keep digging. You know? The point is to, to stay on the journey. Keep doing your research. Don't just be like, oh, man, I'm not reading the King James Bible because he was this and that. And this, this. Well, Paul murdered Christians and Paul got saved and Jesus turned his name to Saul. So um, keep digging. Stay on the path. That's the, that's the point. The point is not to just disregard everything because you feel like you know the truth. Like, ah, you know... Allah is the most beneficial. I'm just going to be a Muslim. Well, you're a perfect candidate for Chrislam. You know, that's being launched. Chrislam. The Pope is trying to merge Christianity and Islam to this new religion. There's one world religion. Everything's happening behind the scenes. You're probably not paying attention to it because you don't care. But everything is going on course. You know, as predicted in the Bible. And in your spirit, your soul knows. Because when you hear truth, it's activating something in you. Now, if you disregard it, you're just an idiot. You know, you just want to continue living life the way you want to live life. Living a sinful life is living life the way you want to live it. That's living a sinful life because we're sinners. We're living under the curse. But if you're in the Bible and you want to live the way that God wants us to live, then you're on track, then you're on course. But you don't just read it once because you'll forget it. If I played a whole hour of learning Spanish, 
You're going to forget it as soon as I turn it off. You're going to forget it. Not, don't even wait an hour. As soon as I turn it off, you're forgetting it. The enemy knows that we have short-term memories. You know, short-term memory loss. Like, they, the enemy knows us better than we know ourselves, you know. The grace from God is because he knows your soul. You know, he knows your soul doesn't want to be in hell. Trust me, when everybody's in hell, they're going to be like, please, 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 please give me a chance, please give me And God's like, yo. Your whole life, you had chances. Every day, you had a chance. Every day, somebody was treating you like crap, you had a chance to respond differently. And you didn't take those chances. So if you're hearing this and you're alive, you had your chance. Think about everybody who already died. Their chances are over. It's a wrap. They got took out the game. All the dead people listening to this, they're, they... <laughs> They got took out the game, ejected, game over. They're hoping you don't make their mistakes. You know? It's going to be hard. Every day, it's, it's going to be hard. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a day to go by that it's not going to be difficult. You have to enjoy those moments of peace that you have. You have to. I'm enjoying my morning time here. In my sanctuary, in my home, where I've learned to appreciate the quiet, the silence. As soon as I step foot out of this house, guess what? The game resumes. Satan. I mean, Satan's already working his magic here. He stopped my last podcast while I was in the middle of something. Yeah, the, the thing is with that dude with, in, the, in the Instagram post with the, the police or whatever, he's arrogant, you know. If they arrested him, good. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's a punk, and hopefully he gets it right, you know. But I just, the thing is, when you post a video and you go social, like with the social media stuff, and you're, you're just deceiving people, like you're trying to get people to get mad at the police, like, it's all going to play into the end times scenario. After the rapture, when the demons are in physical form and the Antichrist is here, and I'm talking about demons in physical form, yes, I'm talking about the alien invasion. They're not aliens. The sun and the moon are local. The sun and the moon are the same exact size. And... Uh, yeah, so if you'll fall for it, most people will fall for it because they're in the world, you know? And nobody cares about Jesus. They're all laughing. It's all hilarious to them. And uh, I can't really feel sorry for them at this point. You know, I, I spent time with people. I tried to sp sp share the gospel, but it wasn't effective because I was still living in sin. So nobody's going to take you serious. When you're spreading the gospel, but you're still getting high with them, you know what I mean? And you're still fornicating and partying and doing all that stuff with them, you know? So, I don't know if sin will ever leave us while we're here. I think we will all be sinners until the death. 
But I think what counts is percentage. Percentages and repenting. Like how much are you trying to correct that from doing that sin? How hard are you really trying to is is the percentages are you are you gaining are you gaining way? You know what I mean? Like are you making progress in it? Like if if you smoked a pack of cigarettes today, and I don't know how many cigarettes are in a pack. Let's say you smoke twenty four cigarettes today, and tomorrow you smoke twenty cigarettes, and the day after that you smoke sixteen, and then the day after that you smoke twelve, and then the day after that you smoke eight, and then four, and then none. Are you making progress? And not sinning. Because the goal is to go down to zero and stop sinning. It's not to go up and down, up and down, up and down. Like today I smoked a pack of squares. Tomorrow I don't. Three days later I go back and smoke two packs. Like you're not making progress that way. So the goal is to stop sinning. To start nipping it in the butt, so to speak. You know what I mean? I did it. I stopped sniffing cocaine. I stopped smoking marijuana. I stopped drinking alcohol. I stopped masturbating. Now I got to stop cussing. I got to stop getting angry. I'm working on it. And I'm keeping short accounts with the Lord. I'm not perfect. I know that. But part of that is also not being around people that will trigger you're backsliding, you know, and I know it's tough when you live with family, but if you make, you know, a covenant with God and just ask God, like, God, I want, I really want to stop this sinning in my life. Will you help me? You don't think he's going to help you? He's just waiting for you to ask him for help. Yes, he's going to help you. He's going to provide an escape for you. He is. He does it for me all the time. There's times where I'm like, I might even be like, Lord, please make my phone ring right now so I can try to get out of this situation. Hi, this is your telemarketer calling to see if you still need that school loan. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I've been waiting for you to call all day. Yeah, man, yeah, let's talk about these school loans. You know, whatever, just to get out of that situation. You know what I mean? He provides an escape for you, you know? And 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 sometimes Satan's attempts to attack you, God can use that to help you too. Because maybe that was satanic to tell a marketer to call because he's trying to dupe you into sending some money to some guy in India, you know? But however it works, you know, there's there's ways to, there's ways to navigate around it. There's ways to stay on that narrow path if you're focused and you're you're trying to work with God here, you know. Trust me, I pick up people all day long when I'm taxiing, like driving people around. I hear people talking to themselves. I don't think they know that they're talking to I don't think they realize that they're talking out loud. And if it's if it's not that, then I guess I'm I'm a mind reader. But I mean I'm pretty sure I can hear them thinking out loud. I went to Condado twice, right? Because I love their D- Dutch tacos. They're actually called Dutch Dragons, but I just call them Dutch tacos. 
but they're so evil there. Oh my God, they're evil there. The waitress got mad at me when I went there because I didn't order alcohol. She was like, what can I get you to drink? She was trying to, it's a fake. And people got this fake friendliness right now. It's so fake, such a fake friendliness. I'm like, oh, I'll just have an ice water with lemon. She was like, what? And she was disgusted with me. And I'm thinking, hmm, Lord, I shouldn't even tip her. And God's like, no, tip her. I'm like, well, I'm not going to tip her big. She says, just tip her. Just tip her. Just tip her the percentage. And I'm usually a big tipper. Like, if my food is $10, you're getting a $10 tip. Like, I try to match my order. Some people don't do that. So I think my order with them was like $12. I gave her 15 altogether. She made like a $3 tip. I went back to Condado. They sat me at the bar and I grabbed a lime because I like to put lime on my tacos. And then the lady took the whole tray of limes away from me. And then she starts spraying the counter right next to my food. So, you know, all that chemical stuff is getting onto my food. She's spraying it right by my food, wiping, bumping me, all this for no reason. I didn't do nothing, saying nothing to nobody. I'm just there trying to eat. I'm not making eye contact. I try to look at the TV or my phone just so I'm not making eye contact with none of the demons in there. It's just just dirty, nasty, rude to me. I will never go back there. Plus, they got Satan all over that place. They got the devil, a big picture of the devil on the wall in Condado, and all the drawings got little demons and eyeballs everywhere. This is a demonic place. I'm trying to tell y'all. Go to Cheesecake Factory and tell me, tell me how much demonic symbolism you see in that place. It's everywhere. Everybody is serving Satan. You have to wake up and realize this. Do you really want to go to hell and get tormented and tortured forever? Because if you're not living for Jesus, that's exactly where you're going. I don't care about none of these other religions. Because none of these other religions have been attacked. As much as Christianity, that right there should be a red flag to let you know. Only Christianity has been dissected and split up and split apart more than any other religion, because the truth is Jesus came here and was murdered and he died for our sins. He was murdered, yo. Murdered. Tortured and murdered. And he never sinned. He just said the truth. He was sent by his father. His mother had him through immaculate conception. Immaculate conception only refers to one person, and that's Jesus. He was not a prophet. He was the son of God. And if you think otherwise, that's your eternity in hell. I don't care. I'm not here to convince you. You want to go to hell? Go to hell. Bye. Have fun. Not me, though. It ain't going to be me. I know the truth. I'm not here to convince you. I'm not here to hold your hand. You want to believe that there's something wrong with the King James Version of the Bible? You want to believe that Allah is, is God? Do what you do. I don't care, bro. That's on you. I'm tired of wasting time dealing with you. God don't even want me to waste time with you no more. The fact that I was even around you talking about Jesus was, was something from God. I don't got to do it no more. I did my part. Jesus is Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. We going home soon. The very few of us. I'll see you in the air. We fly soon.